Hey guys, it's Phil with the Late to Grid podcast, and we are here at Nelson Ledges, October 17th. The sun is coming back out. It was a cold, wet day. I'm here with Mike Kubiak, who took second in Sport 2 uh, class here in the Time Trials event. We did Time Attack today. And uh, Mike, tell me about your day today. How well did it go for you? Uh, today was a little bit frustrating, actually. Uh, the weather wasn't cooperating. Uh, it set a lap time goal for myself. And with the rain in the morning and the, the track grip not being there with the cold and the wet, uh, it was starting to, to to look like it wasn't going to happen. And then uh, in the last session, uh, there was uh, some dry time. The air was still cold. I don't know if the, the grip was still optimal, but um, I was able to achieve my goal, uh, which was really good. It, it ended up being a great day. And uh, the last session you went out, the rain started to come out. Did that cause any issues for you? Fortunately, it was it started off light enough that I don't think it was playing uh, with the, the grip level all that much, uh, but it did get heavier uh, throughout the session. So uh, getting that optimal lap in right away in lap one or two uh, was actually pretty critical. But um, uh, no, that was one of the one of the reasons I saw the, the raindrops coming on the windshield before we went out and just got frustrated. And so. I don't know if it was driving in anger or what, but I actually uh, reached my lap time that session. So got it before the rain came in, which was good. That's awesome. Congratulations. So as Thank you approach you. a rain setup, so you're coming, is there anything you change for rain as opposed to dry? Uh, it depends on the amount of rain. The showers we had on and off today, I didn't really change anything other than tire pressure. Typically, in a lot of rain, you want the car to be more compliant uh, to transfer the weight slower and it gives you more grip and you can do that with sway bar settings or, or changing springs if you have the ability. Um, tire pressure, you typically want to start a little bit higher uh, because with the cold and the wet, you're not going to build as much pressure as you do in the dry and the temperature is just not going to be there. So you start closer to your target pressure. Also having that higher pressure helps open up the tread if there is any in the tire, uh, helps evacuate some water and um, uh, helps a little bit with the grip in, in that regard. Awesome. Now it takes a big uh, commitment from a lot of folks to get you here. So is there anyone you want to thank today that, for helping you get to this event today? Uh, I think the, the biggest sponsor uh, being Hawk Performance. Uh, they help out with with brake pads and customer service. You know, the, the Hawk guys are usually here at every event or a lot of the events. Um, giving trackside support, answering questions, uh, just being fun to hang out with at these events. And so uh, that support goes a long way in this community. Uh, they do a great job with that and um, also my family came out to support me today uh, which is which is a rarity we often have clashing schedules my wife works the boys are in school or whatnot and so having them here to cheer me on uh, really meant a lot it was a uh, great to great to have them here on the same day that i also achieved a personal goal of my own that's awesome they got to see that now they have a better appreciation for what happens here for you while you're at track and what your Absolutely. days look like yep um, lastly, someone that might want to make the jump from autocross to doing something like time trial, is it easy? What do they need to know? Um, that it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's easy, uh, but a lot of the things you learn in autocross do carry over to the track. Um, and the way we had the event this weekend, yesterday was all track sprints. Uh, that really helps, especially if you haven't been to a track before. Uh, we split the track up into three segments and we ran it three different sections at a time and you kind of learn the track piece by piece at a lower speed before you actually have to go out and run it full lap with other cars on track. Um, it can be daunting because the speeds are higher, uh, there's other cars around you, uh, but a lot of the same techniques apply. Being smooth, you know, you know, looking ahead, uh, 
uh, knowing when to turn in, hit your marks and stuff like that, they apply just on a, a larger scale. Awesome. Well, Mike, thanks for spending some time after the event. Sure. I think it's time to go home and warm up, right? That sounds good. Yeah, maybe right. some hot cocoa or, or something. So. Cool. Thank, thank you very much for having you. me. Thank you. Yep. Well, hey, Chris Carlisle just walked in. Uh, Chris is from the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area. And you guys had a big group come from Pennsylvania. Yeah, we had we had a weird mixed group today. We had our time trial people that have kind of been following around the various time trial programs between Pit Race and Nelson Ledges and beyond. Uh, we had a couple of people who were kind of from autocross and have kind of moved into the time trial program. And we had Wankerville, who was our hill climb <laughs> contingent from the Pittsburgh area. Um, there was four of them today, and they were all in the U2 class running together. So that was pretty cool to see. How fun. Cool. So let's talk about your day. Uh, you brought your S2000, mm -hmm. and um, how'd it go today? Uh, pretty good. So I, I didn't do the track sprints yesterday. I just came in today, and I've never had the S2000 in the rain, and S2000s are known for being angry and such things. And so the plan was just you know, to drive the car home, but if I got an opening to do a dry track, it was to try and get a personal best. It was cold today. Um, these are the last event for these tires. I have brand new front brakes. So I kind of knew the car had it in it to get something faster. Mm -hmm. And my personal best before was a 118.8 from earlier this year when we had the time trial here at Nelson's. Okay. Um, first session I went out and it was just to keep the car on the track. Uh, you know, just try and go out with a plan, find the grip where, you know, where the car wouldn't misbehave. Things were actually going pretty good. If, coming out of 13, if you send it down second gear, it would fishtail. Mm -hmm. So it's the only time my car ever felt powerful in my life. <laughs> but, um, the rest of the track, it was being very well behaved. Um, it was using the ABS to kind of read some of the turns. Going into Oak Tree, it would chatter. Uh, coming into turn 12, it would chatter. So I was just kind of using that as feedback. Um, second session, we went out, track was dry. And, and I was just, just telling you a second ago, but the thought in my head was, you know, the air temperature is 30 degrees. Track surface is cool. There's no no way the car is going to overheat in like two laps. I have an entire session to push the car as hard as I can. And uh, I'm still on my same trusty Falkland RT660 tires I had from when I started this year mm -hmm. at Nelson's earlier this year. Um, and I just went out and I just went for it. And my new personal best at, that came on lap 10 was a 117.3. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. So it was a huge drop. I was really excited. I was hoping to get into a 117. So to see the fact the car did a low 117 was really encouraging. Um, my friend Brian Salo, who we've been racing together since we both started like 20 years ago, was at a 117 flat just ahead of me. So we were, were always comparing time. So yeah. to see, I was like in the same ballpark as Brian's. Uh, he's an E36 M3, and to be in the same ballpark, I knew that was good. Um, Heck yeah! And then our and then our last session we went out, and it was kind of dry. It was starting to starting to drip a little bit. Uh, and about three or four laps in, I was I was kind of using the wipers intermittently, and I was just kind of <laughs> playing it safe. I was pushing it through the kink a little bit more, and then it's really started to come down, and I said, that's probably enough. You're not going to set a fast time once it, it's dry and you go into rain. So I said, rather than risk it and stay out, I just brought her in. Yeah, you got to drive it home, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, actually had a, I, had, I actually had a 119, so that was enough to kind of cinch the day up. Oh, yeah. Bit, so I was, I was okay with that. And you brought home some hardware? Uh, yeah, they gave me the little, what is this, Asti Spumani? I don't know what this is. Yeah, <laughs> the little, uh, little. You got some uh, champagne. Champagne, yeah, brute champagne, and then uh, little medals. So that was nice. Yeah, to have. first place in what? What? Uh, sport? sport five. Sport yeah. five. And I'll probably remain in. I'll probably do another year in sport five, and probably halfway through, maybe next year or the end of next year, I'll probably bump the car up to T four. Awesome. So, yeah. So I'm not sure how it's going to pan out yet, but there's some bushings that are going to need addressed. It's my steering wheel is hanging slightly to the left, so I need to figure out what's going on yeah. there. But the car did good. This was the last event for the year, and 
you know, things went really well, so I was pleased. Cool. Anybody you want to thank for helping get you here? Uh, just my friends for putting up with me. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was in um, SM Performance on Traffic PA. Uh, they did some hardware on the, uh, some work on the car. Um, they did my retainers and stuff earlier this year, did a great job. Uh, Green Apple Auto Works out of Glenshaw, PA. Uh, they've put up with my constant request for alignments on the car. Um, <laughs> both my cars, both my autocross car and, and the S2000. And, um, yeah, that's kind of about it, I think. Cool. Yeah. Any advice for uh, the off-season for somebody that's thinking about making the jump from autocross into something like time trials? Uh, don't wait. I've, I waited a long time to get into this, and we didn't have the programs back then mm -hmm. that we have now. We have excellent programs. We have track. You can, you can do Track Night America. You can or do the SCA time trial program. Um, if that's not your flavor, NASA has an excellent structure to bring people up. You want to actually learn, you know, learn various skills. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot out there right now, and if you do, I, I just tell people all the time, just don't wait because you never know what might happen. Yeah, and just get it get it now while you're young, and not you know I won't be go home go home tomorrow and be grumpy from getting banged around inside the tin can S two thousand I've been tracking. Yeah, cool. Well, Chris, thanks for sticking after the event and um, sharing your thoughts and ideas with us. Have a good off season, and well, I know you. for sure we'll be keeping in touch as twenty twenty two rolls around. All right, thanks, Bill. I appreciate it. Sure. Hey, I found Dan Dennehy. As a matter of fact, uh, Chris introduced us, and now we're in the tech garage at Nelson Ledges, and Dan's drinking champagne. Why are you drinking champagne, Dan? Because I managed to get first in Sport 4. Congratulations. I appreciate that. That's uh, awesome. Second and third were novices of mine, and they one really drove a great weekend. Um, but I'm really celebrating because I was the quickest fast uh, front-wheel drive car oh, today. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think 11th at a pure speed over the aggregate, which is pretty cool. That is So cool. I'll take that as a nice little chink in the armor for a day's work. Yeah. And what kind of car are you driving? 2018 Ford Focus ST. Very we call it the Plan B. <laughs> yeah, what was the plan? It, oh, go ahead. It's, it's the backup car. Yeah? Yeah. What was the Plan A? The Plan A is a 2008 Volkswagen Rabbit, which ah. now is a T4 road race car. Very good. Yes. All right. Is this your first time at Nelson Ledges? It is not. No? Um, it's probably the first time I've been able to put together a decent car to race at Nelson <laughs> Ledges. Um, Nelson has been a little bit of, like, let's say, um, a difficult lover. Because every time I've come <laughs> out here to compete, I've had some kind of issue. And first time I came out here, I had not one but two tires fail. Oh. So I was running on a good sticky tire, two all-seasons, and a spare um, which made it <laughs> diabolical to yes. drive. Um, and then the, the time since, you know, I upgraded the brakes and the upgraded wheels that I had with the stickier tires when it fit over them. So it was like a little funny, fluky yeah. thing. So it was cool to be able to come out here. I love any Ohio tremendously. Um, this track has been really cool to visit over the past two years and see how it's evolved. So it was fun to end the season with a high note. Yeah, for sure. Heck yeah. And did the, uh, the moisture on the track give you any difficulty? Just made a lot of fun, Yeah, honestly. Um, I, I enjoy racing in the rain. Being in western Pennsylvania, we do it often. Beaver rain. Yeah, right. right? Beaver falls, <laughs> rain, any Ohio, rain. I, I spent a couple years autocrossing with Misery Bay up in Erie. Rain. So um, you're not foreign to it. So it's a, a fun thing. But we actually had a couple of dry sessions, so I actually got a personal best awesome. in there, which was also gratifying. Yeah. So. Congrats. Any plans for the off-season for this car or the other one? Well, this one is practically done. This is, I feel, a very competitive car for Sport 4. My hope is to be able to drive it at Time Trials Nationals in May, I think is when we're doing an NCM. 
Um, the other car, we need to do a little bit of work to really get it competitive in Touring 4. Okay. Because that's a pretty stout class. Gotcha. So, heck cool. yeah. And before we wrap up, anybody you want to thank for helping you get to Nelson Ledges this weekend? Uh, gosh. Um, super uh, thanks always to my wife, who puts up with all of this <laughs> insanity on a consistent and constant basis. Why do they stick around? I, I, I remind her every morning that I won the marriage because <laughs> yeah. I severely outkicked my coverage and she should have left me a long time ago. But she's amazing, so thanks to her. Yeah. Um, really thanks to any Ohio for encouraging me to come out. Um, big thanks to really all the competitors and a really fun novice group. We had 12 novices show up today, seven of which had never been on a track before. Wow. So pretty cool that the first opportunity to go on track, they're completely green novices, never been on a track before. And I had four of them finish the entire day, all sessions, Dry, wet, wet, dry. They did it all. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Cool. So, heck yeah. And before we wrap up, you did jump in and volunteer a little bit today and helped out. So not only were you yes. on track running, but thank you for volunteering to help make this event possible. Oh, I appreciate that. All right. Heck yes. Cool. Well, hey, thanks for taking some time. Thank you. All right. I stopped two people on their way to their vehicles. Dave Lancaster, Neo-Ohio SCCA region executive, and Betsy McIntyre. Why did, why did I pause on your name, Betsy? Betsy McIntyre, who is the event lead for this weekend. How did the weekend go, guys? Awesome. Very well. We had a lot of happy faces. A lot of people promised to come back next year and bring a friend, um, which was great. Yes. I, yeah, you, you, you pinned everyone down in the tech shed, the tech building, and said, bring somebody next year. And now look at guys, the sun's coming out. Yeah, of course, of course it is. But it's over an hour and a half after our last run group, and most of the competitors are still here talking bench racing. A lot of people yeah. were happy. A lot of people stayed late. And um, I have only heard positive results from or positive experiences from our competitors today. And one of the things that, that Dave asked at the group was, did they appreciate us having the one day with the track sprints and then the next day with, with the time attack. And there was a very positive response to all that. We had a really good day yesterday, despite the rain, for our, our track sprint event. And what we liked most about that was it attracted a lot of people who were autocrossers. And that's yeah. one thing we want to do is reach out to the autocross crowd and get them, you know, for a very inexpensive rate, you can get out on the track and get a lot of, a lot of sessions in in the track sprints. So that was, that was positive. I think we'll see a lot more of that next year. One, one of the other things that I know was a concern from people about this track in the past is what happens when it rains. But the track dries out and the paddock dries out so fast. It did, yeah. It, it's really yeah. amazing. So there's nothing we can do about the rain. When it comes, it comes. But um, the drainage is much better and the track is phenomenal yeah. as yeah. far as holding the moisture. And if you can hear that in the background, two former NASCAR cars showed up to the event. They sound awesome, don't they? They do. They do. They and do. they were they were the crowd pleasers yesterday. One of them won the biggest or the best burnout of the day at one of our track sprint events. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He, he he the only reason there was a pause in his burnout is he had to grab second gear and he just <laughs> kept going. That's awesome. Yeah. So any parting words for those listening about uh, time trials or Neo-Ohio or anything SCCA in this area? For time trials, my parting words would be, don't be afraid to try it. 
You know, you may think that maybe my daily driver is not good enough or something like that, but you know what? Bring your car out and try it. Good advice. Thanks, guys. Thanks for putting on a great uh, weekend as well. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. All right, I caught up with Brandon Anderson. We found some um, a piece of pavement that's in the sunlight, so it seems to be a couple degrees warmer. Brandon was running grid today for the event, the Time Attack event. How did everything go on grid, Brandon? It went great. It went great. Um, you know, most people showed up on time. We had very few people late. Um, everybody was able to get gridded up uh, in their grid position. Uh, no confusion there, which is always good. Uh, it, you know, despite the weather and some of our grid numbers starting to kind of fall off based on some of the rain we had, people still figured it out, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it nope. was. I will say, rolling up the grid, you were you were in charge. You put everyone where they needed to be by their cone. Good job. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I like to make sure that people know where they're going before they get there. Otherwise, it's kind of confusing, and especially here where it's a fairly limited grid space. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it went well. So the name of the podcast is Late to Grid. So I have to ask, was anybody late to grid today? No, really. Uh, well, so most everybody was on time. Uh, you know, and here we were running a little ahead of schedule. Um, even ahead of schedule, there were very few people that showed up and had to rush. Uh, out of all of the people that were here, there was only one person that did show up almost late. I won't say late, but almost late. Um, we have to call him out. I I guess I can do that. It was a gentleman named Bill Snow in a black Miata. Oh, um, I've been outed. <laughs> it, was, it was great. No, uh, no, seriously, it was a good event. Everybody did a really good job. Uh, we didn't have to hold grid up at all, and nobody had to go out um, you know, outside of grid order, which was awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for letting me grab you before you headed home. Yeah, thanks, Bill. I appreciate it. Now I'm driving home. Uh, you probably hear some background noise. And, um, yeah, you know, it was a good event. I'm going on four hours of sleep from last night. And um, that was the first time I had really drove hard in the rain. As a matter of fact, that's probably the first time I've driven in the rain at all. And uh, I was amazed at the amount of grip I still had in these Bridgestone RE71Rs. Um, probably still had a little bit more bite in them but uh, I did take home third place in my tuner 5 group it was a little bit of a shock I really thought I was towards the back of the field but I'll take it I'll take a little hardware learned a lot got to see a lot of great friends uh, the facility is in great shape out at Nelson Ledges if you haven't been there in a while be sure and check it out course always thanks to all the SCCA volunteers that make events happen and hey if you have not shared this podcast with a friend please do so tell them to hop on the late to grid and uh, we're on Instagram Facebook you can find late to grid on all your favorite podcast listening apps and we are always looking to help all of you in grassroots motorsports do better learn more get on track and the last thing I'll say is if you heard some of the advice from some of the folks that uh, I got a chance to talk with after the event they said, just get out here. Just do the event. Get on track. So don't forget, tell a friend, and don't be like me, and don't be late to grid.